Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know. episode Babs and Riss talked about seaside tennis including end of year ATP WTA points Trump and the environment and Brexit please listen and enjoy good morning Riss good morning (laughs) Uh, now I'm super tired today I got up did you stay early. up late to watch t- tennis? Is that why? No, I was up early watching tennis, but that wasn't why I was up early. I was up early because Jonathan woke me up with his breathing. Oh, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. <laughs> so I'm lagging a little today. How is Jonathan? Oh, you know, <laughs> the usual. Busy, busy, busy. Stressed out about work. Uh Always looking to find a way to play some tennis. Yeah. And you were dressed in a lovely tennis outfit today on our morning walk, sporting some of our favorite apparel, a seaside visor, a watercolor tennis tank top. Today is tennis lessons, and I'm prepared early. That's good. You're getting in all your cardio now, so you can really... Focus on your technique during your lesson. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and after watching two days of the U.S. Open, I think I'm, I'm prepared. You've absorbed a lot. I've absorbed the uh, offensive and defensive positions on the court. So you're going to play a very tactical I am. game. That's always well, good. Well, you have to as you get older. You can't. No one's got time to be on that court for longer than they need to be. Because I'm old. <laughs> and the longer I'm out there, the more I'm going to hurt later on. Uh-oh. So, yeah. Yeah, put that away. My son was in his own tournament this weekend, and we learned a little. He came in second place overall. Woo-woo! And, uh... Playing singles. Playing singles. And, uh... You know, it's funny. It's like his first two matches, he breezed through, and then he... Met somebody who was his challenger, his, his equal, and I think he was just tired. He didn't have it in him. Um, but outside of that, he did real well. Cool. Ooh, oh. You can hear those horses. The equestrians are out early this morning. Yes, they are, and it's so wonderful. I love the horses. And they're all set up. Like, there must be some type of Maybe there's an event. event. Yes. Because that's what happens 
when you live out yonder. Yep. You got an equestrian center in your figurative backyard. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, to kind of wrap up the tennis portion of our discussion, you are getting ready to leave for the U.S. Open tomorrow, right? Yeah, so I, I have family that live in Jersey still. Yep. And my intention is to, well, not my intention, my I am staying with my family, some uh-huh. of my family. And then Saturday is the actual event. Cool. And I'm very happy because we have, they're not called box seats, but they're like right above the box seats. Cool. So I'm pretty... I'll have a good view. I'll be right by the baseline. Do you know what session? uh, Not off the top of my head, but I do. I have the tickets at home. Cool. Um, Because I looked them up. I was like, oh my God, it's so great. So yeah, we're going to be like right there. And given how this is progressing, we might get to see Nadal play. Oh, that'd be fun. Because it's, well... It depends. We'll definitely see a, a better, some of the better players because we're there all day Saturday. Cool. So. Well, you know, I heard Jonathan told me that they said this is the quickest, meaning like first round, that they've lost so many top 10 seeds on the men's side in like 30 years at any tournament. Oh. Isn't that crazy I was like at first I thought he was saying ever um like I was like oh no the women top 10 keep dropping yeah like flies but he just said the men um you know were on the men's side 30 years oh. all right let's see how quickly we can get away from this landscaping crap oh look at all these horses he's like hey oh He's saying hi to us. I know. <laughs> At least that's what I I think. You got the head, Bob. <laughs> What's up? Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting statistics that always come out of the beginning of the U.S. Open, uh, and I think it's this is my take on it. I think that it's probably the most interesting of all the majors because it's the end of the tour almost yeah you're in the home stretch you're in the home stretch this is the last major and either you're a top seed who has something to prove at the end or you're somebody who's got nothing to prove and nothing to lose and you have to be more scared of them than you have to be of the person who's going to try and dictate what happens because they have to win well so I think I mean people are still gathering points right to make it into the end of year championship or Mm -hmm. so I don't know how that factors in I've just been noticing who's missing of course because I'm like Delpo you know Delpo injured his knee earlier in the year and hasn't been playing. Right. That always makes me sad. Yeah. But we've got every, I mean we've still got Djokovic and Federer although Federer looked very sloppy in that first set. Yeah, he did. Holy cow. I was like, alright, Fed, you need to get it together. 
<laughs> but then he did. And then I was, I was arguing, uh, not arguing, but I was talking with August last night while we were watching the Dave Dow match, and I said he was within two games of winning match. And he let Millman yeah. win the second to last game or whatever you want, however you want to phrase it. And I said, oh, that's probably because he wants to serve for the match. And August was like, he wouldn't let him just lose so he can serve for the match. And I'm like, sometimes they do that. I mean, sometimes they get a little lazy and they're like, early rounds, early rounds. That's I am right. going to pull it all together so I could serve out the match. And he's like, that's crazy. You know, <laughs> it could be because I know people who like to do that. Our close friend V, she loves to serve for the match. Well, if you feel confident in your yeah. game, you know. It's always an option. But he was playing the person who beat Federer in the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open last year. Yep. If you, yeah, it was quarterfinals or semifinals, but I think it was quarterfinals. But. Yep. Well, I can't wait to get the full report on that, which I will be able to get because next week, as long as Tropical Storm Dorian doesn't upgrade to a hurricane and zip on over to the Gulf. No, it's actually making a right turn right now. Okay, good. I just saw it on the news this morning. It looks like it's going to head up the East Coast. Oh, well, okay, hopefully far enough out the East Coast that it doesn't interfere with your flight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But we are going to be oh, hanging wild life here. in the panhandle Yep. next week. It's you, me, a couple of our friends. All the gals. It'll be... Super fun. I'm excited that we're staying in a slightly different location than usual. I feel like we'll spend maybe a little more time in Rosemary Beach, perhaps. Yeah. Set a seaside proper. Yes. I'm still always so confused when I go down there like, where everything is. <laughs> but that's probably because I'm really not paying attention. I'm so, like, in the moment. Yeah. That I'm like, yeah, who cares? Well, when I was there for spring break, we pretty much went from one end of 30A to the other. Uh-huh. So I have a pretty good sense for the time being where things are and where down at one of the further ends. Right. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully it'll be great. <laughs> yes, yes it is. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking uh, forward to a lot of nothing. I know. So, do we have any current events we need to catch up on? I saw Trump didn't bother showing up for the climate meeting at the G7. Of course not. <laughs> it's like, who wants to listen to him anyway, frankly? They asked uh, President Macron, I believe that's how you say his name, of France. He kind of shrugged it off. He's like, eh, his aides were there. It's like, that's right. Nobody needs this guy around. Nope. Hashtag loser. I, I don't understand how fate of the world could not be important to you. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, he's on record as saying he's a huge environmentalist. No, he's not. Or at the very least, he's an environmentalist. And maybe in his sentences. Yes. That's right. He's like, <laughs> I have learned how to pronounce the word. <laughs> environmentalist. Yeah. Uh, 
So, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, but he also lifted the band. See, this is this is why he's the greatest salesman of all time. He's putting on a show for you to pay attention to so that behind it all, he's taking care of things that he's, I should say, undoing things that have been in place for a long time. Yes. That are helpful to immediate society and the world around. So well, he just we... lifted a ban on trophy hunting. Oh, well, yeah, because, you know. elephant parts back to the United States. It's just... And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to put it in perspective. Like, I'm sorry, you have a small penis, so you need to come back with an elephant tusk? It's not even, it's like, my one-year-old can hit it an elephant with a shotgun. <laughs> it's like, seriously? I don't get why you would even go after an elephant or anything that's that big that can only move so fast. Well, it's not, it's not difficult. Elephants can move pretty fast if they charge you, but I understand what you're saying. I just, I'm not. My whole thing is, I think what we should do, I think, what was that movie Blade Runner about? Was it about like hunting humans? Oh like a, gosh, I don't think I've ever seen it. There's a movie with Arnold, is it Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, back in the day. Oh, no. It's George Harrison. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. I was like, George Harrison. And they get stuck in a situation. It's like in the future, and you're hunted dead. It's like a game show. Yeah. And they put these human beings out there. and So that's where Hunger them. Games got it. So. Yeah. It's, so my thought is... Let's do that to those people. Let's throw them out there. That's right. Put them on a reserve. Yeah. We'll hunt you. See how they like it. Well, they're not going to because they're going to all be dead. Oh. I don't like abuse to animals. It makes me... Yeah, I think it's... Cuckoo nuts. Unnecessary. Oh, he's a, speaking of animals, he's a cute little dog. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not walking. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Well, so anyway, that's my whole take on that. And he's a boob. So next, what's what else is going on in the world? Uh, I had something. I had a thought in my head, but lots of protesting in Hong Kong. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. There's unrest over there, which always makes me think back to. 30 years ago and the Tiananmen Square massacre. Right. Ugh. Troubled times. Troubled times. The human race can't keep it together for all that long. I mean, I was talking with John and I were talking with a couple friends the other day about Brexit. Oh, yeah. You know, the ongoing, like, deal, no deal. Theresa May stepping down. Boris Johnson. <coughs> and, you know, kind of the people who are like, and Boris Johnson get is in charge of what now? He just got elected to... He's the Prime Minister of England. Oh, okay. Or the UK. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what I thought. I Okay. The floppy-haired... Yeah, it takes you know, me a second to catch Trump. up. All right. I'm in. So, uh, you know, so the UK wants to leave the European Union. They voted to leave, and of course... But they still have to deal with all these countries, and so they're now trying to negotiate these deals... And, you know, part of the EU is like, whatever, if you, we're not going to give you 
you're out of the EU. Right. You're not paying, you're not participating, and so you're not gonna get the same deal. You're like under the impression the UK thinks that it can leave and still have the same special treatment. But his friend was saying, yeah, you know, they're talking a hard game, but even Merkel said they'll have to come to some deal because it's yeah. best for everyone involved. And it's like, it'll be a compromise. Either way, I think the UK is going to come out worse for it. And then the problem is, I mean, a lot of people don't know, I think, or think about really one of the reasons that the EU formed after World War II. And part of it was to try to prevent another world war from breaking out over there because so tying them closer together, opening borders, making everybody feel more like they're a cohesive group. Right. Because all those countries over there with their separate cultural heritages and ways of doing things, I mean, you know, a couple and get pissed at each other. Right. Start a war and the whole world gets sucked in. So, you know, if the EU starts falling apart, I worry about the world. Now, even though the UK has been a major player or power, uh, perhaps in the EU, since they never joined the common currency, you know, they never adopted the euro, I feel like them leaving is a little less impactful, but... And as we know, they've already been losing uh, things because people are like, well, no, we're not going to keep our headquarters in the UK now because you're, you know, making everything more difficult for us. Right. So banks are like, London, you're no longer going to be, you know, the banking capital of Europe. It's like a lot of businesses are like, nope. And also, you know, just now you don't have freedom of movement with people. Right. And, uh, uh, I guess. And so it's going to be harder, you know, for employees and getting staff and stuff. So, yeah, we shall see. The world is not in a good place. I think Trump is a symptom of that and an exacerbating, ongoing exacerbating contributor. And as we've seen, you know, it's like an infectious disease. It just spreads across the globe. Other countries have all their right-wing crazy crap. True. <sighs> True. Serenity now. Serenity now. That seems like a good place to wrap up so we can Is go it? back and... Sure, why not? <laughs> we'll go back to talking about things that can't be, you know recorded. Well, let me just add to that one thing. Yes. When you say the world is where it is right Upside now. Upside down. <laughs> you might think this is crazy, but you know how I like to listen to um, Ron Burgundy? Yes. The podcast? Yes. All right. He just had started his second season and I think it's the second or third episode that he actually has a historian on. And because he does have Kamala Harris on his first episode. The fake persona, Ron Burgundy. The fake persona. Is talking to real people. I think the historian's okay. name. Hang on. Oh, okay. Good morning. Is uh, Doris Keaton. 
uh, or Doris. Doris Goodwin. Goodwin. Keaton, yes, yes, or, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like probably the most famous. Yes. Historian. Isn't that in the world. amazing that she's on there and she's actually putting all of that in perspective? And it's very interesting because she even says it in the podcast. She's like, people come up to me all the time. And they're like isn't this the end of times? And she's like, mm, that's what people said during well, when Jesus passed. And that's what they said when this happened. That's in World War II. And it's, it's always just a culmination of everything happening in the world. And humanity always has a way of moving forward and learning from its mistakes and blah, blah, blah. So it was just interesting how she, the perspective she put it in. So if you have an opportunity to listen to that particular podcast, you should share you should. it with me. Yes. Then I'll get a text <laughs> with a link. Yes. Okay. I will do that. Um, yes. No, that is true. I mean, humankind, I was reading something the other day that said, you know, the Trump administration is the biggest boost to what it said it was like liberalism or something you know that the Trump administration would not want to be given credit for necessarily because it's like this is the most organized and resourceful that people on the opposite side of this political spectrum have had to be more people are engaged now yeah because of the outrageousness yeah that is Trump, and so we've, all, we've already established that because you and I were that's how we had that conversation about social media, how it's made right. things so you, it gives people a voice that never really had one or couldn't really voice their opinions. It also brings out the haters. Yes, it does. It gives them a bigger voice, but it's just been very, I would say, an up uptick of people who are really want to get involved. Yes. Or at least have something to say now. More people are paying attention, although tend to think it's more the doers and not the social media contributors that are the more important uh, group there. But yes, so we shall see. We're almost in September of 2019. In about 14 months or so, we... We'll have to get out and make a major vote. Yes. <laughs> and we will. We hope. May we may we both be well, it's alive not, and healthy and able to do it. It's not how many people vote, it's who they vote for. Clearly. Really. Uh all right. Happy with that note. having been said, go Amy. Amy Klobuchar for president. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Bye for now. Bye. Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know. It's just me too. And so. Okay, we're going to try this again. There have been a lot of issues here, and I was going to blame myself, but now I'm going to agree with Riss, and I'm going to blame Apple. Sorry. So, um, yeah, so here we are. We're in Seaside. We're in the Denali, and Riss is driving, aren't you, Riss? Oh, I'm driving. Yes, and the reason she is driving is because she is the person who is not intoxicated. Oh, I don't know how that's possible. 
But it's uh, the truth. Well, because you yeah, were drinking the low ABV beer. <laughs> well, I didn't drink. I had one beer at, at if that today. Okay, well then, there you go. That's how. Whereas I had 16 ounces of Moscow Mule. Wow. 32 ounces of Jojo Margarita. Right. You know, we got some we got some stuff going on here. Yeah. But, but yeah, so here we are. We've procured what we needed. We're super proud of ourselves. We are leaving our happy Seaside Publix. Bye, Seaside Publix. Bye. We might not be back. Nope. But we were talking about tennis, and now I have to share again. Good God, because of stupid recording crap. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, so here's the deal. Riss and I sacrificed our viewing pleasure of the Medvedev Dimitrov we match. Well, yeah, because Medvedev beat Dimitrov in the first set tiebreak. So right. correct. We were not happy. We were displeased. Right. That's what I'm gonna say. But we were I was evaluating before because we had been talking about tennis, the end of year ATP and WTA points, and as I explained, points are earned at every tournament during a fifty-two week stretch the amount of which are determined by how far players advance in said event. And the bigger a tournament, the more available points. The ATP has four tiers of events, Grand Slams, Masters 1000, ATP 500, and ATP 250. And I was noting that even though Djokovic flamed out in the round of 16 at this tournament and therefore is going to lose a lot of points because he had all the points from winning the U.S. Open last year that he did not defend, that I still don't think in the ATP rankings, even if Rafa wins, he cannot overtake him because I believe each Grand Slam is worth 2,000, maybe 2,500 points. And Nadal is currently about 4,000-ish points, maybe 3,500 points, 3,800 points behind Djokovic. So Djokovic, I feel confident, will still be number one in the world on Monday. The gap will be closed. But then there's the race to London, which must do points some other way, because in that, Nadal is ahead of Djokovic by about 140 points. So, don't know how that works. And then, on the women's side, um, the live WATA rankings updated Friday, September 6, 2019 at 10.20 a.m. had Ash Barty at the top. And Serena Williams at number nine. However, that is going to change next week, I think. But, and on the race to London, Osaka is number one, and Serena's at number eight. I think we care about the top ten when it comes to race to London. Okay. I'm not sure how many, like, last year I think Serena made it and somebody else got her spot because she's like, I don't want to play. I don't, there isn't, I don't think, really that much prestige in this kind of token end-of-year championship. Yeah. It, like, doesn't affect where you finish the year. Like, so if you don't participate and, you know, somebody else wins that tournament, it's not going to make you not be number one. Right. I don't know. Anywho, but, yeah, so that's what we've got, people. We've got some seaside. We've got some tennis. Um, that's what I wanted to follow up on. We don't have any Brexit updates for you. Good. Well, but Brexit is important, remember? I know, you, I don't want it to be important. I know, I'm I just was going to say, you want it to stop being important. important. Um, <laughs> I'm saying it that way on purpose, too. Important. important. Just want you to, to know that. on their bicycles. Bicycles. <laughs> 
love about seaside communities? Everyone on their bicycles. Are you sure this is a bicycle thing? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was researching Brexit and I looked up and didn't see any bicycles. We are oh. going very slowly. I'm like, is it a school bus thing? I see oh, a no, school I bus. Saw, I, there were th- oh, look at Armadillo. Oh, don't get crunched in the road, dude. Well, no, I just remember, there seems to be a lot of traffic. I'm like, are we behind a golf cart? Do we stop oh, right. because of the school bus? No, I just saw a whole bunch of bicycles. Okay. We are getting closer to the 5 o'clock hour, I guess. So, I, that's another this reason the why traffic. I'm glad we got out when we did. Yes. now we'll get home and we can avoid the traffic nonsense. The rush hour. Let's see. According to NPR two hours ago, Britain's House of Lords approves bill blocking no-deal Brexit. I think we already knew that, mm-hmm. actually. I feel like that's kind of old news because I feel like they were like Boris Johnson I don't think so Britain's House of Lords endorsed a measure Friday that would block Prime Minister Boris Johnson's plan to leave the European Union next month without a deal in place giving final approval to a bill the House of Commons passed earlier this week ah okay the House of Lords passage was widely expected after the bill won approval in the House of Commons on Wednesday the legislation now proceeds to royal assent, a formality that will result in it beca- its becoming law. The legislation would force Johnson to formally ask the European Union to extend the Brexit deadline through next January if a new withdrawal deal is not agreed upon by October 19th. The current Brexit deadline is October 31st. Which, this is very interesting because I really think the reason that people put Boris Johnson in as the Prime Minister and Theresa May stepped down was because Theresa couldn't get a deal done and now it seems Boris can't either so when Johnson took the UK's top job less than three months ago he promised to adhere to the exit date even if no detailed blueprint to carry out Britain's complex divorce from the European Union has been agreed upon Johnson says the only way forward is for Britain to hold snap elections on October 15th so far, neither Chamber of Parliament has agreed to that election date. Another vote is planned for Monday after the Brexit legislation becomes law. Johnson needs two-thirds support of Parliament to hold elections, but earlier this week, the lower chamber rejected his request by a vote of 298 to 56, and opposition parties promised to block the request again on Monday. Hmm. Arguments over snap elections and a no-deal Brexit are the latest chapter in the Brexit saga that has unfolded since 2016, when voters approved a referendum for the country to leave the left, EU. Right? Nope. Yes. Correct. Left. Follow the road. <laughs> it always knows. I know that's a tricky little part that there. Tricky, We're not I don't used to that. Some of this. Yeah. Well, because this is not where we drive usually. Right. Because we don't usually stay out here. Remember, I gotta pass some of these little inlets. Oh yeah, we got a ways to go. Have we even gone over the bridge yet? No. Nah. That's why I was. I was like, yeah. wait a second. We got some ways. See the inlets. And I want you to know yes. that it's now four degrees hotter than it was on our drive in like ten minutes ago. Are you ago. kidding me? It says ninety six now before oh. it's in ninety two. Oh my gosh. I know, right? Yeah. Sup with that. Suppity sup. But yes, we're just on thirty A driving along. Oh, we're driving out of the traffic, it seems. Yes. It's a little busy down over there. It's a little busy down in and Seaside Publix was proper. very, very busy. Yeah, that was annoying. Those two girls. Oh, my God. What were they doing? They were just chatting, and they were so annoying. Oh, my God, It's like yes. you're blocking the egress and ingress, people. Take your stupid little conversation elsewhere. 
Yeah. You're not important. Riss and I are important. That's right. Here's our bridge. Yeah, one Pretty, bridge. pretty nice. The fish house. I wonder if that's any good. Could be. Could that's, be. Looks like it could we got be. Buddy's Seafood Market. I mean, oh, you know. I would like some seafood. Maybe tomorrow night that's what we can do. All right. Look, there's an ice cream place too. I know G wants her prawns. Oh, she wants to go down to what's the shrimp shack? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe we can do that for lunch tomorrow if we're in yeah. for the farmer's market. Yeah. I might and be, I might be tired. the whole is beach time. Yeah. And gots to get some more beach time, peeps. Yep. Do you think the seaweed will be gone? No. But bummer. maybe it'll just be better. Maybe we it'll like be better. Worse. Maybe we don't like be worse. If it's better. That would be wonderful. Everything's better. It would be splendid. It would be splendiferous. Splendiferous. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Well, I mean, you know, we got some goals. Yeah, we do. We got some hopes and dreams. I don't even know what the speed limit is here. Is it 35? Okay, so I'm doing it. 35. I'm fine. You're fine. The people behind you might want you to speed. Or in the Denali. He's really going past that. They can just think there's a golf cart in front of us. Yeah. Another water Water, crossing. Water crossing. It wasn't a bridge. I don't know. No. (laughs) It was a water crossing. That's what we're going to call it. Yep, we're coming up. We're going to pass the hub. You know your chair is all the way forward. All the way forward? Yeah. Do you like it like this? I don't think. Are you talking about the top part? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Oh, gosh. I don't want to be like low riding no I'm just saying you're like this you're not like you need to be back a little bit your back should be killing you it isn't okay I don't think I well maybe it is and I I don't know why oh sorry that was a big yawn I'm tired I'm going to make a nice cheese platter with fruit and veggies when I get home perfect how's that Okay. We're going to open up some wine. Sounds good. And we're going to have a nice little U.S. Open gathering. Yes. Okay. Hopefully these guys will go five sets. What do you think? I was going to say, you think, it must still be in the second set, right? We weren't gone that long. I hope Dimitrov has has kind of figured him out. Maybe it could be in the third set and Dimitrov crushed him in the second set. Yeah. That'd be okay. Because sometimes it takes the first set to really get get your act together and say, you know what? This is now what I got to do. We're on the edge of our seats, literally, because as Riss said, I'm, I'm pushing dying. her forward into the windshield I'm with dying. my with my with my seat setting. Uh, <laughs> oh, serenity now. Okay, well, I think that. Well, let's call. Let's say that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yep. Later. Later. This has been a season two episode of a Walk in the Park podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play to rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. You can also follow us on our social media accounts. On Twitter, that's at Awit Podcast. On Facebook, you can find our A Walk in the Park Facebook page by searching at Awit Podcast. And on Instagram, you can find us at A Walk in the Park Podcast. We'd love to hear from you.